the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Trump is threatening to take action to bring the city of Minneapolis under control. Overnight, protesters outraged by the death of a black man in police custody torched a Minneapolis police station. Protests over the death of George Floyd have spread to other cities across the United States. New York City, Los Angeles, Denver, and Memphis, all with disruptions. Vice President Pence among dignitaries on hand for today's memorial service in Atlanta were prominent Christian evangelist and apologist Ravi Zacharias. Correspondent Greg Cluxton is with the vice president. The vice president, who knew the renowned speaker and author, will be among those delivering a eulogy this morning. Last week, after Zacharias died of cancer at age 74, Mr. Pence tweeted that Ravi's ministry for the gospel of Jesus Christ impacted millions around the world. Other notable guests here at the memorial include Tim Tebow, musical artist Matt Redman, and Brooklyn Tabernacle senior pastor Jim Cimbala. Also at townhall.com, the latest government statistics confirm what most of us already know. The U.S. economy has been devastated by the coronavirus. Consumer spending dropped 13.6% in April, by far the steepest in records that date back to 1959. Consumer spending is the primary driver of the economy, accounting for about 70% of economic activity. And the declines were across the board, from durable goods like cars to non-durable items such as clothing, and services ranging from doctor visits to haircuts. But even with employers cutting millions of jobs, personal incomes soared 10.5% in April. The increase reflected the billions of dollars in support the government has paid out through unemployment benefits and stimulus checks. Ben Thomas, Washington. More on these stories at townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. I'm Lee Michaels here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black coming up next. That weekend forecast looks absolutely gorgeous. Sunshine, low 70s today, 53 tonight. Sun around 70 for your Saturday. Sun mid-70s on Sunday. Hope you can get out and enjoy it. 
We're Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth online at freedom1570.com. Hey there, Twin Cities. This is Amanda and Rob from Eye on the Target Radio. Join us every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 for your home for everything Second Amendment on Eye on the Target Radio. Yeah, I can trust you to at least know the name of our show. <laughs> yeah, some of that is a little bit tricky. We are here on Freedom 1570. Tune in. Live every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 on Freedom 1570. Ringing liberty and truth. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride. And they're just out there doing something every day and then serving the country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, the radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And again, I want to thank you for spending an hour of your time with us here on Like It Matters Radio. You know, I've been doing this radio show for about five years now, and the original frame that I was given was, hey, listen, people come and go, so you basically want to uh, recap what you covered in the first segment. So basically, the way I took it was I was going to do one show and do it four times, basically a a 10 to 15 minute show, and then I kind of repeated a lot of things in each segment because I'd have new audience, new this and new that. I did not want to do that. I wanted to give people an hour of power a way to understand how they work. We are incredible creatures, and we only function at 3 to 5% of a conscious level. Uh, majority of what's going on in our life is unconscious. That's why there's so much missed opportunity. That's why there's so much potential that's never fulfilled, because a lot of people don't realize what they're capable of doing, how they're made. And so I like to teach people how they made over 30 years of doing life-altering training, transformational leadership training, and you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. Uh, I've changed tens of thousands of people's lives. And one thing I've learned along the way is how people work, how we create experience, how we do what we do. Because any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. You got to understand how we work. We are creatures of habit. The reason we're doing what we're doing today is because we've done it before. We get in these comfort zones. We go on autopilot. 
We've all driven home before without realizing how we've driven home. And yet we stopped at all the stops, we turned at all the turns, and voila, we wind up at home. Because that's how we're made. We're unconscious creatures. And part of what I want to do on my radio show, like I do in my classes, is teach people how they work. That's why the three tenets of the show are inspiration. I want to inspire you to do something, to have some hope. I want to give you some application, something that you could do today that will make tomorrow different. And we're going to do that in this show. I'm going to give you a way to show you how to reframe some situations. Because today's we're talking about we've been framed. That's the topic of today's show. We've been framed. Because everybody responds to their past. But the way we respond to it is based on the frame we put around it. The frame we put around it gives it meaning. And so that's what I'm talking about today is we've been framed. Everything we do or do not do is driven by our belief systems. Our belief systems, if you think about it, are our experiences that have been a frame put around them. Life is not fair. I've been lucky. I was loved as a kid. I wasn't loved as a kid. I have value. You have no value. Uh, I was a blessing. My parents treated me like I was loved and I had great value. I was a burden and I was always told that I've made things tougher and I'm not loved. See, those are frames. And those frames, by the time we're six years old, we've been told by Dr. Adler, a famous psychologist, that a majority of a child's map of reality is in place. Remember, we do not respond to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality, and the map is not a territory. I can pull out a map, let's say I'm driving to Minneapolis from Dallas, and I can have a road map, this paper map. But that is not Minneapolis. That is not the road to Minneapolis. That is just a map, a picture, a representation of the road to Minneapolis. I can show you a picture of my family. That is not my family. My family is much more four-dimensional. Got my point? That's just a picture. You can burn up that picture of my family. You haven't burnt up my family. No one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. In my leadership training, it's very intense. I challenge people. I get them uncomfortable. And I come out the full bore. We got 48 hours to change lives, and that's not easy. And so I'm doing the same thing to everybody. But some people come in there because I push them. I put a little pressure on them. And, boy, they become mean and belligerent and think I'm attacking them and think I'm evil. And then there are other people that come in there and they're open, that understand I'm pushing them, understand I'm making them uncomfortable, that understand I know what I'm doing, that have a, a respect for me before they got in the class based on someone else that has told them I changed their life and I'm a good guy. Now you got to get this. What's different? I'm doing the same thing to everybody. Why are some people embracing it and excited about it and some people treating me like I'm El Diablo himself? See, I'm doing the same thing. What's different is the frame they put around it. Because no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. And the problem is, we need to live and examine life. That's what I want to do in this radio show. I want to challenge your thinking. I want you to examine yourself, to be uncomfortable. We, we get stuck in this comfort zone. And we all want to be comfortable. We don't want to be challenged. We don't want anything to trigger us. We don't want to fret or stress. Well, you know what? There are things in the Army called boot camp. Boot camp gets you ready for what's in front of you. There are things in football called two-a-days or ODAs. 
And not because the coach wants to be mean to you, because the coach is getting you ready for something else. And so you got to understand that when we create uncomfortable environments, it's not to be mean to you. It's not. It's allow you to grow because we live in these three zones. There's this, this comfort zone, but it's really not comfortable at all. It's just familiar. It's familiar pain. And most people would rather live in familiar pain than freedom because they don't know what that looks like, sounds like, or feels like. So we get stuck in this comfort zone. We're stale and we're stagnant. It's our limited way of thinking. It's our way of being. We don't want to be challenged. We don't want to take a look at ourselves. We don't want to rock the boat. Can't we all just get along? We've never done it that way before. And so we got to step outside of our comfort zone. And outside that comfort zone is another zone called fear. False evidence appearing real. I always tell people, I can give you fear's address. It's right outside your comfort zone. Now, the interesting thing about fear is it's a straw man. It is false evidence appearing real. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. And one thing I learned a long time ago, when you learn how to function in that zone called fear and you do it for a little while, the fear dissipates. The fear goes away. It becomes your brand new comfort zone. And so it used to freak you out not too long ago. Now you're comfortable in it. That's the key. And outside that zone called fear is a zone called panic, intense fear. Now, you can function for a very short period of time, but do not forge your mail. One of the keys to life is to keep pushing our comfort zone, to regularly be a little bit uncomfortable, not for the sake of being uncomfortable, but for the sake of growth. It's good to challenge our beliefs. It's good to be around people that don't think like us. It's good to hear other points of view. It gives us understanding. And if you listen to this radio show long enough, you've listened to me talk about what's lacking in our world is not more Trump voters or more Democrats. It's not more Republicans or more liberals. What it is is understanding is what we need. And if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position of a better relationship? That's why I teach you how you work. That's why I use the sciences of transactional analysis, cognitive behavioral therapy, logotherapy, emotional intelligence, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, um, uh, constant never-ending improvement, canine, the word of God. We're to live and examine life. And so I want you to understand we all put frames around it. We've been framed. People framed us. People have limited us. People have put their beliefs on us. And we have put our beliefs on other people. This is how we work. We are part of this creature called the human being. And so today, I want to talk about how we've been framed. Frames give meanings to words. They change our internal representations. The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. Nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we put around it. What we feel about something, what we do in the world, are dependent on our perceptions of it, period. And so the frames are the way in which a thing is put together in established order to shape and form controlled focus and discussion. And once you realize that we frame and other people frame, then you could actually start stepping outside of your own frame into others and seek some understanding. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? 
At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Have you finally had enough of trying to open and close your old worn-out windows or doors? Are you tired of unwanted drafts? Don't put off replacing your windows or doors any longer. Call the experts at Great Plains Windows and Doors. Great Plains will help equip your home with quality Anderson windows made right here in Minnesota. When you want the job done right the first time, call Great Plains Windows and Doors. Online at greatplainswindows.com. That's greatplainswindows.com. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at unbound.org. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, I'm telling you, we've been framed. Today, we're talking about frames because the frame we put around something gives it meaning. No one responds to reality. What responders are map of reality. Now, what you just heard me say, some of you heard me say, there is no reality. That's not what I said at all. I said nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. I mean, I look at what's going on in Minneapolis uh, with the killing of George Floyd. breaks my heart. Here's a man. I don't want to call him a black man because he's a human. He's a man. That's what really matters. He's a man, a living, breathing human being that was killed by a person in a position of authority. To he who much is given, much more is responsible. I believe that all four of those cops should be in jail. 
I believe the guy that leaned on his neck and then sat there with his hand in his pocket, leaning on his neck, killing that guy, should be at least for manslaughter. The guy sitting next to him, the, the standing next to him, that uh, I don't know, he looked like he had some Asian descent, Tao is his name or something like that. Uh, he watched the whole thing. He's an accomplice. Now, I don't know what role the other two cops, there were four of them, but they should be negligence or something. I'm just telling you right now, but yet we got people that want to make this a black and white thing. And yet there's a lot of times out there that black people do things to white people and you never hear about it. Or black people do things to black people. It seems like the only time black lives matter is when their lives have been damaged or taken by someone who's non-black. And every black life matters. Every black life in a womb matters. Look at the genocide that's taken place in pregnancy. How many millions of little black babies have been killed before they ever got out of the womb? Look at black-on-black violence. And then you look at the, the, uh, the series of, of police officers. And by the way, it is not higher against black people. It's not true. But yet the cases that are highlighted, this guy's life was taken. Uh, I don't care what his color of his skin was. I feel bad for George Floyd's family. Nobody deserves to be treated like that. My heart goes out to you guys. Please hear that. But to turn this into a black versus white thing, you lose a lot of people. So here we are all looking at the same experience, and we're seeing different things. Not because I'm right and you're wrong. Not because you're better and I'm badder. Not, none of that. It's because the frames we put around things. The frame we put around something, it gives it an order. It's the way we put something together. It controls our focus. It controls our discussion. you got to get this. The frame through which we focus our attention directs our conversation and keeps us on course. Dr. King said the frame you should look at every human being with is that they are living, breathing human beings. Period. They have inalienable rights. Dr. King said don't look at people through the frame of color. Don't look at them through the frame of choices that weren't theirs. That's what Dr. King said. That's what the original civil rights movement was. It was for equal treatment, not special treatment. There's a big difference. Today, the civil rights movement is about special treatment. It's about compensating for past wrongs, about reparations. That just makes people on the other side angrier. Angrier. doesn't solve anything. It's making things worse. But yet you have so many people, they look at everything through the frame of black and white. People like Gail King, who are race baiters. Uh, people like Colin Kaepernick, race baiters. People like Ice-T that, well, I wait till we start hitting back. You, oh, my gosh. When the mayor of Minneapolis saying that if uh, George Floyd was white, he'd be alive today. How dare you impugn people? You don't know that. There's a lot of white people that died. There was last year, I think it was in Minneapolis. And a lady from Australia can, can't get any more whiter than that, except you come from the, you know, from the, maybe from the south. I don't know, right? She called the cops nine one one because she heard someone screaming. Cops show up. She approaches the vehicle. It's nighttime, and they kill her. Shoot her. What is this? Because they decided that day they were going to kill a woman from Australia. They were going to kill a white woman. They made a mistake. P- poor training. They're human beings. Hurting people hurt people. People are struggling in marriages. People are struggling with self-esteem. People are struggling with abuse and molestation and poor childhoods. And some of those people go on to be radio show hosts. Some of those people go on to be doctors. Some of those people go on to be police officers. But every single human being has the same pattern. 
Hurting people hurt people. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map reality. That's why I do this radio show, to give some understanding. we got to realize the frame through which we focus our attention directs our conversation and keeps us on course, whatever that course is. The frame through which we see things helps us create our thoughts and feelings, our perceptions about that experience. Consider this. Just let me give you an example. If two people are looking at the same picture, let's say a car, the frame that they are using affects what they see, even though they're actually looking at the same car. Imagine, let's say one of the people just lost a loved one in a car accident. And let's say the other person is a 16-year-old kid, a, a young man, whose greatest dream is to have his own car. Now, both of them are looking at the same exact car, but yet they see something totally different. The first person could see pain, death, an accident waiting to happen. And the second person sees freedom, a sense of purpose and opportunity. So who's right? What if we change the frame from which they are seeing the situation? So you got to realize this is how your mind works. Matter of fact, there's two phenomenons I want to bring up talking about this. So there's something called the Galatea effect, and there's something called the Pygmalion or Rosenthal effect. Now, the Galatea effect is a phenomenon where people's own opinions about their own ability and self-worth influence their performance, right? Girls who have low self-esteem, girls who have father issues, weren't loved by their father, girls who do not play sports and don't build up that esteem have a tendency to have more premarital sex, have a tendency to have sex at a younger age, have tendency to have sex with more partners. Why? Because they need to be liked. They need to be paid attention to. And then somebody pays attention to them and they take off their clothes. It's the Galatea effect. They don't see their value. They don't see their worth. The Galatea effect is a phenomenon where people's own opinions about their ability and self-worth influence their performance. The Galatea effect is self-driven. It is that part of one's motivation that depends on self-expectations and self-worth. you got to get this. It's If an employee thinks that he or she can perform well, chances are that they will do well. If in that situation they receive positive encouragement from their superiors, it will only boost the confidence and the performance. Now, the Pygmalion or Rosenthal effect refers to the phenomenon in which the higher the expectation placed on people, often students, employees, children, etc., the better is their execution of work. I remember a study a long time ago. Two teachers with two groups of people. One group of students was high-performing students. The other group of students was low-performing students. And so what happened is these two teachers were given curriculum, were introduced to the class, and they were told the background of those two groups of students. One group did really well, and one group did subpar. You know which group did really well? The group of underachievers. And you know which group did really poorly? The group of overachievers. Can I tell you why? Because the teacher of the groups were told the opposite of what was true. So the teacher that got the low-performing group was told that she had or he had the high-performing group. And people that had the high-performing group thought that they had the low-performing group. So the teachers 
built their schooling, their class, their schedule, their curriculum around what their frame was of the students they were teaching. And it became the reality. It was James Rem that said, how we believe the world is and what we honestly think it can become have powerful effects on how things will turn out. So the Galatea and the Pygmalion effects are two important theories, management theories, self-leadership theories, based on the power of expectations. Don't you get the frame? The frame we put around something. And the fundamental difference between the two theories is that the Galatea effect is based on an individual's expectations about themselves, whereas the Pygmalion effect or the Rosenthal effect is based on the premise of people's expectations of others. It's like the placebo. Whenever they're doing a medication, want to get approved with the FDA, it's got to at least do as good as the, quote, placebo effect. What is that? Well, if you give someone a sugar pill, a placebo, however you tell them that it's medicinal, has a medicinal value, I don't know what the number is. I wasn't planning on talking about it. But it's like 40 or 50% of people that take a placebo, that take a pill, that they believe is medicine, that actually makes them better. Do you hear that? Yep. Their expectation creates a reality. If you think someone is evil, everything they do, you're going to view through that lens. That's what's going on in the resistance. For years, we've been told that Donald Trump is a Russian spy, that Donald Trump is a bigot, that Donald Trump hates black people. And whether it's true or not doesn't matter. Remember Joseph Goebbels that said, boy, if you give me enough repetitions, I can make someone believe the square is a triangle. He said, if you give me the media in any country, I can turn any country into a nation of pigs. Because we believe what we hear over and over and over. This is how, why? Because it creates the frame. And that frame is what dictates what you believe about anything. And so that's what we're talking about today on Like It Matters Radio. We're talking about we've been framed. I'll be back in three minutes. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. 
So I'm standing here right now looking at 10 different brand new LG refrigerators, stoves, washers, and dryers. And we have all 10 listed at a minimum of $500 cheaper than most of our competitors. That's huge considering at PJ's Appliance Outlet, we do not use the fictional, often inflated MSRP price that most appliance stores use to get these savings. At PJ's, we're discounting real-time competitors' pricing for the same appliances throughout the cities. Hey, it's PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. Now, I know you've heard all about how our customers travel from all over the Twin Cities to save hundreds, sometimes thousands, on name-brand appliances. In fact, customers upgrading several appliances have more often than not walked out of our store saving thousands. There's only so much I can say in a radio ad about our products, prices, and ironclad warranties. So if you're looking for a new appliance or just feel like browsing, come check us out at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host. And man, there are so many things going on in the world today that you can see. Why are there such disagreements? Why are there? I mean, you look at this whole Russian hoax things. Now we realize that was a Russian hoax, right? I mean, for four years, Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and all these spies and all these people that thought Donald Trump was an existential threat, so they lied. They pretended they used Russian disinformation. There was. Russia did interfere with the election. Russia did use false information to to throw discord into our government, but it wasn't on the Republican side. It was what you've been seeing for four years. The the Steele dossier was Russian disinformation. They were feeding um, uh, Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi lies through their bots about Trump. We had it backwards. It was bass-ackwards, people. Uh, and yet we were doing all this stuff to Trump. It was actually the Democrats who were being played by the Russians. And so now we learn well, all this top secret stuff has been released. It's been a thing. We saw the abuse of the FISA court. We saw that basically Flynn was spied upon, was set up. They were using Flynn and other people, Manafort, as a way to get to the president. That was the insurance policy. So if you couldn't keep him from getting elected, remember Strzok and Page said, well, we have an insurance policy. That's what it was. That's why even though Mueller, Mueller knew when he was appointed special prosecutor that there was nothing to it. There was no grounds for this. And so he had to find another crime. They were working to get the president removed from office. 
But you know, you can see it, but it, the, it all depends on what you see. If you look at the frame, CNN and MSNBC, you know their frame. Trump is evil. Trump is an existential threat. So they refuse to cover anything that tells other than that story. They won't cover the abuse. They won't cover the top secret stuff that's been released now to show that all these people, when they went in front of Congress and testified under oath, that they said, nope, there's no collusion. And then they'd walk outside that closed hearing and walk on MSNBC or CNN and say, oh, my gosh, we got them. There's so much evidence here on collusion. Oh, and yet they told two different stories. Why? Because they're feeding a narrative. They're talking through a frame. And you got to realize that. See, our mind, that's why I I deal with you on a three-part. Man is a three-part being. We have mind, social interaction, a way to process information. We have body, which is a closed system, a machine that releases chemicals, and those chemicals make you feel based on a couple things. And then we have our spirit because the body lasts for 80 to 100 years, but the spirit is eternal. And so I deal with all three aspects of the person. And all of us experience physical and psychological responses to the thoughts, words, and behaviors, not just of other people, but of ourselves as well. Our thoughts, our frame, cause our body to release chemicals, causes us to believe things, and then we see things through that frame, through that map of reality. At a physical level, these responses are linked with chemical alterations no less powerful than those initiated with the drug. PET scans, you know, positive emission topography. A PET scan is like an active MRI. An MRI shows form, but a PET scan shows form and function. And so it's, that's just so you know the difference. And what happens when I put someone in this PET scan, it reveals something very interesting. It reveals that thinking sad versus happy thoughts can change brain chemistry. And thinking angry thoughts can bring on physical symptoms as illustrated by people in the medical profession. Along the same lines, if you believe strongly enough that a pill will help you relieve certain of your uncomfortable symptoms, the placebo effect, when you are ill, your belief alone will alter your brain chemistry. Whether that alteration will be sufficient to cure you will depend upon the nature and seriousness of your illness. Drugs, placebos, and miracles involve different orders of discourse, and we shouldn't confuse them. And so again, you've got to have some understanding. You've got to realize how we work. Let me read you a letter from one of my graduates. The letter's dated 531 of 17. So three years ago, uh, she was in Team 171. She allows me to use her name, Sarah Hagwald. First, let me thank you again for the opportunity to have participated with Team 171 over the Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Day weekend, three years ago. I never imagined that 48 hours with you and the rest of my team could have been more effective than 22 years of therapy. Did you hear that? 48 hours with me, more powerful than the 22 years of therapy she has been through. And she has a lot of trauma, a lot. Quote, this is from her letter. There are a number of reasons why I have been through therapy. My whole life, I have struggled with depression due to trauma or drama. At 13 years old, I was living my life as if tomorrow wasn't sacred and putting myself in dangerous situations. When I was 15, I was admitted to a youth facility for nine months where holding my hand and talking about my past was the focus of diagnosis and a long-term treatment plan. It wasn't until your weekend that I realized that the long-term isn't what the focus should be about. It is the here and now. 
The time is now, and it's always now, she says. It isn't yesterday. It's not tomorrow, not next week, next month, or next year. It is right now. I learned to take advantage of now in your class and forget my past. Technically, I had her reframe her past. She says, quote, my past does not define me, and it wasn't until this weekend that I really learned to take this to heart, body, and soul. Though my past has had an impact on me, it will not lead me into my dreams or my future. Up until now, I was letting the things of my past drag me down. She said, stepping into class on Thursday night, I was expecting Leadership Awakening to be like another therapy session where my hand was held, I would be consoled, and my life would be just the same as it was before any other therapy session upon leaving. Boy, oh boy, was I wrong. I finished Leadership Awakening with Team 171 and Mr. Black with a newfound sense of purpose, something that was missing from my life prior to beginning Thursday night. I felt valued. I felt appreciated. I felt loved by all who I came in contact with, whereas before I was floating through my life with a sense of selfishness and self-doubt. There isn't a minute that goes by now that I don't apply what I learned over that long weekend. I was given the tools to break down my walls and shred my blanket of me. But I was also given the tools to define my sense of self. I am confident. I am determined. I am strong. I am grateful. Best regards, Sarah Hegwald, Team 171. What I did is I helped her reframe. You got to realize everybody comes in with a frame. Everybody comes in with a prejudice. I got an article here. Representative Rodney Davis, Twitter tries to censor Trump with fact check but gets its fact wrong. This is an article from 528. What most people don't know about voting by mail is that there's a vast difference in states allowing voters to request an absentee ballot and what the Democrats in California, New York, and other states are attempting to do. It's the same thing that the House Democrats tried to do with their political wish list disguised as coronavirus relief when Nancy Pelosi basically by herself passed the biggest spending bill in the history of America, over $3 billion, $3 trillion. Democrats want to force states to mail all registered voters live ballots, whether or not voters request ballots, whether or not they should still be on the voting rolls. While this may seem like a good way to vote that allows everyone to stay home during the coronavirus pandemic, forcing states to use an entirely new vote-by-mail system comes with its own problems, especially less than six months before the election. Ladies and gentlemen, when you go to to store to spend money, they got to check your money to make sure it's not counterfeit. Now, you realize how hard it is to print money, special paper, special colors, special stuff, and yet they fake that. You realize people can steal your home? It's called a title fraud. It's a big thing. That someone can pretend online to be you, sign something that's not you, take your home and force you out of your home. Now, you didn't sign it. It was all fraudulent, yet somehow that seems to work. Don't you get it? They can do that. They can steal your identity. They can Identity theft is a huge thing. Millions of people lose their identity. People spend their money, take their money. And yet, all that's going on. People can get in your computer. You've got to get ransomware and hold your files hostage. People can interfere with our elections uh, online. We all know this. But really, but yet to say that there's voter fraud and it's documented, Twitter says, uh-uh-uh, we ain't going to let you do that. No, we're going to say that's a lie. So Jack Dorsey at Twitter says we're going to decide what the truth is. And so they got fact checkers. 
from CNN, from Washington Post, two organizations that despise Donald Trump. They hate Donald Trump and been known for filing false reports about him. But they're going to let them and people at these organizations that hate Donald Trump, that have written terrible things about him, called Nazi, they're going to decide what is okay to put on Twitter. You see, it's the frame. No one responds to reality. What responders are map reality? Look at this whole coronavirus. Did you know that about 75% of all deaths are from Democratic-controlled states? Matter of fact, 12 Democratically-controlled congressional districts uh, uh, um, account for 75% of all COVID-19 deaths. The death rate in Democratic-run states is three times what it is in Republican-run states. So you wonder why people like me don't wear a mask that often, don't do that. I'm a conservative. I live in a Republican state because of my map reality. I'm not living on fear. There's a lot of people that are afraid. There's a lot of people. I saw in New York, these people attacked this woman. She was a Hispanic woman, was in their grocery shop. She didn't have a mask on. And it was almost a riot, like 20 people calling her names, swearing at her, doing all that, attacking her and got her thrown out of the store. No one responds to reality. <coughs> we respond to our map reality. And so today, I'm telling you, we've been framed. I'm Mr. Black. I'll be back in three minutes. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Don't let your kids inherit a mess. Hi, this is Jeff Litfin from Generations Legal Services here in Osseo. If you've been wondering about your family's estate plan or lack thereof, I encourage you to get your affairs in order once and for all. Let the team at Generations Legal Services educate and serve your family in all aspects of estate planning, wills, trusts, power of attorney, and health care directives. To get your plan done or to learn more, visit us at generationsls.com. That's generationsls.com. 
Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today I'm telling you we've been framed. We've been framed by ourselves. We've been framed by other people. And it really has to do with our past. You know, one of the key things in a leader's life is what to do with your past. We all have a past. And it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we explain it to ourselves. What matters is not what happens to us, but what happens in us. It's not what someone has done to us. It is how we've explained it to ourselves, what has been done unto us. That frame that we put around things dictates so much. And I've been dealing with it for 30 years in the transformation field. And what you're dealing with in the world is why you see so much dissension in America, why you see two different Americas. It's because of the frame that they're in. And people don't want to get out of their frame. What's lacking today is understanding. I, I mean, everybody's partisan now. Everybody's political. And you that's why I have to talk about it on this show, even though I don't want to, because it's such a huge part of life. I mean, perfect example, the Pew Research Center, right? It's supposed to be, uh, you know, a neutral type of thing. But here's the article. Pew Research Center slammed for partisan spin on coronavirus data. Uh, The Pew Research Center was blasted on Wednesday, a couple days ago, over a politically filled tweet that offers a bizarre framing, you hear the word framing, of coronavirus data by congressional district. Pew, which describes itself on Twitter as nonpartisan, just like Twitter is supposedly nonpartisan, a non-advocacy data and analysis is what they call themselves, that they just analyze trends, attitudes, shaping the world. But they raise eyebrows with this interpretation of a new study comparing the seven-day rolling average of deaths in Democratic-controlled congressional districts versus Republican-controlled districts. This is their article, quote, COVID-19 deaths have declined in Democratic congressional districts since mid-April, but remained relatively steady in districts controlled by Republicans. Now, here it is. They get you with the headline. And so while you think, wow, Democrats are doing so much better, they much be, that's not true at all. However, this is what the article says, despite the description, the chart included with the tweet shows a much higher rate of death in Democratic-controlled districts with four 
to one deaths, I'm sorry, 4.1 deaths followed following its peak of 7.4 deaths versus the GOP-controlled districts with 1.7 deaths. Following its peak at 2.0 deaths, Republican districts have always done better. We've handled it better. We've been more prepared. When people ask me what I mean when I say America's uniquely obsessive partisanship is disrupting important study analysis, in addition to tapping in the public's worst instincts, well, Washington Examiner Executive Editor Seth Mandel reacted. That is what you guys took from this graph. And if you look at the graph, I got that graph here. Since mid-April, COVID-19 deaths have declined in Democratic districts. But they show this graph. So the huge part of this graph is Democrats. Its peak is 7.4 deaths. 7.4. And then all districts, the deaths are 4.9. These are just figures, no matter 7.4 of a million, whatever it is, right? And then at the bottom, Republicans, is 2.0. So the peak is 7.4 for Democrat, peak for all districts, 4.9, peak for Republicans, 2.0. Now, uh, Republicans have dropped down to 1.7. All districts dropped down to 3. And Democratic districts dropped down to 4. So there's still three times as more deaths in Democratic-controlled districts than a Republican. But you wouldn't know that reading that article. You got to get this. There's this thing called Liberty Fund, uh, and it commissioned the research uh, or a poll in the essay about certain things. Majority of Americans think the U.S. death rate is wrong. So they did a poll. Now, here's what's it, and the majority of Americans think the U.S. death rate is wrong. Democrats say more Americans have likely died, while Republicans say less. Again, notice the frame. When controlling for the differences in population across states, the number of deaths from coronavirus is over three times higher in states with Democratic governors than in states with Republican governors. As of Sunday, April 26, states with Republican governors have experienced 57.53 coronavirus deaths per million of population. States with Democratic governors have 179.74 deaths per million. Even excluding the state of New York as an extreme outlier, states with Democratic governors have 138.58 deaths per million, still over twice as much. And when you count in New York, who did the worst, and yet Cuomo is talked about how great he did. And Cuomo got six to 10,000 elderly people killed. I mean, Trump built, uh, sent in the U.S. Navy ship. They built hospitals that were never used. They sent hundreds of ventilators, thousands of ventilators that they never used. But yet, you see what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with reality. What it has to do with our frame, our map of reality. And this is why we got to get uncomfortable. We got to quit going with the tribal stuff. We got to be able to logically take a look at things, get, shut down the emotion, have some emotional intelligence. I'm not saying go numb, but man, emotions are driving people's vote. I mean, Donald Trump has done more for the African-American community than, than Barack Obama could ever dreamed of. You look at the stats under Barack Obama and look at the stats under uh, Donald Trump, and they're day and night. Donald Trump's figures are way better what he's done for the African-American community. You look at all these inner cities. They've been run by Democrats for 100 years, and black people aren't any better off. They're, they're dying. They're poverty. They're all this. That's why Donald Trump's saying, give us a chance. What do you got to lose? You're being taken advantage of. That's what Charlemagne the God said. 
that, hey, Joe, you know, Joe Biden and the Democratic Party have been taking the black vote for granted. The only time you care about the black vote is in election season. And as soon as you got their vote, uh, you're done with them. You just throw them back on the plantation. And so I want you to know there's a way that we can step out of autopilot and step into the driver's seat. Now, we've all had situations where I know, like Joe Biden, would have loved to go back and redo that interview with Charlemagne the God, right? Without a doubt. And I want you to know we've all done that before. We've all looked at situations and then replayed it, kind of like you're watching a movie. And so I have something called the Thoughts and Emotions Journal. Uh, I basically adapted it from a self-help book I got years ago. And so it's a way for you to take the emotion out of something, for you a way to take any situation and then reframe it. You got to understand that I've been talking about framing, but we also have the power to reframe. Reframing is to frame anew, to reshape. You can change the narrative. You can do outcome reframing by creating well-formed goals. You can do life event reframing, identifying memories that cause unresourceful states or in place with new memory to cause a resourceful state. And then you can do simple reframing, which is changing negative statements into action statements. But you've got to be in the conscious realm. The key to life, uh, I should say the key to success in life, is to consistently represent your experience in ways that support you in producing even greater results for yourself and for others. You know, you might have framed it this way. My supervisor yells at me all the time. But what if you to reframe it that my supervisor must really believe in me. He's constantly pushing me. We can say we can't afford to spend a lot of money on Christmas presents year to year and then feel sorry for ourselves and be in the victim mode. That's how I grew up. Very poor, very white, very trash. Or you can say, hey, this year we're going to actually have the real meaning of Christmas and you can't purchase any gifts. We're going to make gifts for each other. You could complain about having to pay 4000 more in taxes a year, frame it that way, poor you, you're a victim. Or you can reframe it in a way that says, man, what a great year I had. We made so much money, we're going to pay more in taxes. I know that's a hard one, I know, right? How about every time I begin to succeed in a big way, I sabotage myself. That's where you bring in the ultimate reframe up until now. It's like drawing a line in the sand like the Alamo, up until now. Up until now, I've never been on speak well in public. And now each time I do it, I get a little bit better. Up until now, uh, I never thought I had much value at all. And now I'm realizing that I have great value in this world. Up until now, I let other people's opinion of me dictate how I showed up. And now I'm ready to live to my potential and be the man that I'm called to be. See, we can reframe them. We can reframe them. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. We experience life one time, and then it's codified. And unless we deal with that codification, that becomes a belief system. And everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. That's why when I read the testimony from Sarah Hegwald uh, earlier, she, her life was different. Why? Because I helped her reframe. And so if you want to email me at mr.black, M-R period B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, I can send you what's called a thought and emotion journal. And what it is, it's a nine-step process that I use when I'm counseling people to take them from a traumatic experience, take them from an outcome that was not what they wanted, and help them reframe it, to give them back their power. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. I'm here to give you back your power and your freedom. Use me. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
Hi, this is Lee and Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We've just been reflecting recently on the unchanging nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've also been reflecting on the fact that we tend to make changes in our business every year, whether it's in equipment or whether it's personnel or even our understanding of how things work in our industry. We're constantly changing and hopefully getting better and better and better all the time. But it's so comforting when you're thinking about these things to remember that the Lord Jesus and his message, the gospel, and the result of believing in the gospel are unchanging. At the Kingdom Builders, we're constantly making changes to serve you better. But there's one thing that doesn't change, that we're centered on the foundation of the Lord Jesus. So if you'd like an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. 